Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second half of the conversation that we started on Monday. This is Homemaker Chic Podcast hosted by moi, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead blog and Angela Reed of the Parisian Farm Girl blog. Remember when people used to read blogs, like take the time to read a blog post? Remember when I wrote blog posts? And now it's like, you can have Once I realized they weren't reading. Yeah. Once I realized they weren't reading, I'm like, yeah, we're done here. Yeah. I'll just, uh, I mean, I, not like that, but I really like Instagram. Darn it. And this whole brouhaha about Instagram, like going a different way. Don't we have a say in that? We're the content creators. I don't know. What is it if it's not a photo sharing app anymore? That's my question. Well, it's like TikTok crap. It's like, you know, how people, they're dancing in their living room or like all these, you do see them. They're coming through. Mm -hmm. And they're, it's more like little reels or something. And they're, a lot of them are very loud and annoying. I equate it to like when you're at the gas station and you're pumping, you you put your card in or like it act, you press whatever kind of kind of gas you want and all of a sudden this screen starts screaming at you. I hate that. That's how I feel sometimes when I'm scrolling Instagram. Hmm. People's stuff are loud. Hmm. We don't have those kind of gas Bothers pumps me. here. You don't? No. I'm trying to figure out what you're talking you about. Have... Really? <laughs> no. Okay, surely some of our listeners do. I mean, I'm a, just in Podunk, Wisconsin, but you don't have uh, video screens on your gas pumps? No. Today's vocabulary word of the day is... Uh, no. It's just awful. Oh, well, lucky you, because I'm Odd. telling you. It's like checkout lane. Do you have them at the checkout lanes? Like at Fred Meyer? No. Oh, lucky. I find it so bloody offensive <sighs> that everywhere I turn is a screen. It makes me, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, here's mm. how I comfort myself okay. with these kinds of things. It's like content creators <laughs> on Instagram or YouTube or blogs or whatever, they're going to do what they're going to do. And you just have to, sometimes you have to work a little bit harder to seek out those people who are creating what you want yes. to consume. They're there for yeah. now. They're there, you know. For now. For now. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the podcast. Anyways. Where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. We want to say a sincere thank you to our patrons who keep Homemaker Chic on the air. If you would like to show some love to the podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. You get a handful of perks for supporting the podcast and showing your love for just $10 a month. You also get video form of all the podcasts. So if you're a visual person like me, I really enjoy watching people talk, especially when you get used to hearing their voice. I find it very comforting. I'm like, okay, I can make Mm -hmm. sense of this in my brain now. I know what you look like. I know how your mouth moves. It makes you feel like you're much more a part of the conversation. So you can get video forms of the podcast over on Patreon. And uh, a huge thank you to all of our patrons who do support us. We love you. And we have a fangirl call coming up. We do a call with our fangirl level, which is the $10 a month at the end of every season. And that is actually coming up, I think, next week or the week after. So now would be the time to wow. jump in as a that patron. That went fast. It went really fast. Um, My goodness. Make sure that you do that now so that you can join us for that hangout, which is always a good time. Yeah, we really, uh, if you're if you're thinking about it, okay, uh, we want to really invite you to do that. Give us a join. Uh, it's like, what, two lattes a month? Just say no to two lattes a month. <sighs> That's a big ask. And 
What are you talking about? <laughs> we wouldn't do that. <laughs> I do. I support people that I that I that, whose content. I oh consume. no, I do. Thank you very much. Um, but friends, when we do this fangirl call, like we hang out, we have fun. But that's when you get to sit down and tell us what you want to hear. Yeah. And we take crazy notes, and other people help us take notes, and yep. and you talk, we listen. Yep. So. And that's how this episode came to be. Alas, we couldn't finish it on Monday, so we're just re-recording Thursdays while we're in the zone, still talking about it. So we're going to carry on and continue our conversation on working moms, stay-at-home moms. So the latter, f- former half of the conversation, it was you know, it's heavy. Those are some difficult things we're chewing on. And uh, mm-hmm. in this episode, we're hoping to give you just a few lighter notes, maybe even a few tips or tricks or pointers from to work at home moms, to stay at home, work at home, homeschooling home. moms. It's very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is very complicated. Yeah. Um. So let's I don't want to get out of the zone. So let's just real fast. If you're listening to this at the appropriate time of day, go pour a glass of dry farm wines. Won't you grab a drink, uh, grab a drink and uh, make sure that you visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. Stock your cabinet with your dry farm wines, because sometimes a glass of wine, a good friend over to share with that. You can hash out a lot of the things that we're talking about today. And you should. I would encourage you to to keep this conversation going with your local community, with the people around you. Okay. Do you want to talk about wine or should we just dive right into it? This is a conversation. No, I'll just say, like, this is a conversation, like, so many things we talk about here. It's it's not going to have a beginning and an end. These aren't, like, definitive, dogmatic bullet points. Um... This is very like off the cuff and you even if maybe if you listened on Monday, you can hear us like even struggling making our way through it right. because we're we're not like professional speakers on being stay at home moms. We're just like stay at home moms who the minute we're done recording, we got to go make back yep. and do the work and, and do the homemaking and all that jazz. So, uh, yeah, if you're first time to Dry Farm, visit uh, dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And they're going to give you an extra bottle for a penny. Mm-hmm. So so do that. That's another uh, great way you can support your body. Mm-hmm. And and also they're um, a great advertiser for the show. So that helps support uh, the content that you hear. So yeah, let's pick up on this. Um, okay. Monday was, well, Monday being, we just got done 10 minutes ago. And now we're picking that up. But that, I found, I, I found that conversation challenging. Uh, just maneuvering through mm-hmm. it and trying to figure out what I wanted to say. Um what, what am I trying to say? I, I get a lot of questions about, like, how do you do what you do? What does your day look like? And and has what you've done been worth it? Mm-hmm. So I had, and, and we touched on this a while ago about, like, different discipline levels. And what's hard for some people is going to be easier for others. I had somebody reach out to me and she's like, okay, so what about YouTube? I mean, the fact is you and I are con- t- content creators. We, we're always starting something. We're always doing something. We got lots of irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. That's the way we're mm-hmm. geared up. It That's exciting to mm-hmm. us. That's what keeps us jazzed and engaged. Um, she wanted to know about YouTube. Okay. Is, is it too late? Is it worth it? Mm. Can I do it? 
how bad was it? Mm-hmm. You know, what's involved? Mm-hmm. And um, we had a very frank conversation about YouTube. Yeah. And it's like many other things. Um, as an entrepreneur, I I do think it's worth it. I'm a different personality. I will not take no for an answer. I know I'm not everybody's geared up that way. Uh, mm-hmm. If I have an idea and something's blocking it, I just go around. <laughs> like I, it's, I just go and and people are. My husband is not geared up that way at all. That will stop him. He'll have to contemplate. He'll have to think whether it's six months or a year or like people are different. Right. Um, maybe he makes less rash judgments than I do. Maybe he's less of a hothead. You know, whatever. Like everybody's different. Um, so I I told her about YouTube. I told her the work required and the equipment required and the the thankless hours involved for years while you're building your channel. And then, um, you know, mm-hmm. even the flack that you get for then, God forbid, trying to earn an income from all that time spent mm-hmm. building that channel. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like other things, that was, I knew, or I didn't know concretely, I made assumptions. Okay, anything I see going on YouTube, those people have worked really hard. Uh, and so I'm probably just going to have to put my head down for three years or whatever and work really hard and then lift my head up three years later and see, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Did we get anywhere? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and I think the tricky thing about- you're frozen. Um, no, you're can you hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm, I, can. I think the tricky thing about something like YouTube is that you see like, uh, there was a great design channel that started not that long ago, Nick Lewis design. He's a Canadian interior oh, designer yeah. and he's great. He started mm-hmm. his channel not long ago. It's already skyrocketed. But what you don't see is that he's, you know, studied these sorts of things for, I don't know, 15 years, <laughs> maybe more. Yeah. And so there's this right. entire backstory that you you just yes. don't see with somebody like that. And so is it too late to do a creative endeavor? No way. Like jump in. Mm-mm. Um just you know, be kind. <laughs> like just be kind. Um but I'm all about people chasing their creative endeavors. I think it's a it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think that women should not be afraid to be creative, um, to put something out there. They shouldn't, if you're a mom, like you, you've got to know there's going to be seasons. Okay. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason that a lot of what Angela and I do now in our daily work didn't come out until the baby was five, you know, like, and we're yes. just now being able to kind of put some teeth into something. So have grace for yourself. And use that time mm-hmm. that you're, you know, raising your children or or whatever it may be. I'm not saying everybody obviously doesn't have kids, but if your husband's in school yeah. and you have to work full time out of the house, whatever it is, mm-hmm. use that time to kind of grow in what it is that you want to do would be my encouragement, mm-hmm. um, which we kind of yeah. talked a little bit uh, about. But. Yeah. Yeah. There was a reason why making pies and soap was something I could do. It's because mm-hmm. there was a baby in a bouncy seat on the floor and the other mm-hmm. one was down for a nap and I was in the kitchen. So that's what I could do. That was, yeah, that was it. Um, you know, as far as I do think it's very easy for any of us to look at someone else's success or or accomplishments or whatever and like, sadly, have this little part of our heart goes, it must have been easy for them. 
How nice mm-hmm. for them. Um, but nice. like you're saying, the backstory, like whatever somebody sees me doing, yeah. my new magazine, right? Okay, the backstory is 25 years of collecting and antiquing with my mom and reading history mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. observing and, and developing a style. I mean, that – Yep. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot. Know? There's a lot there. A lot there. there. So mm-hmm. – uh, so let's talk so about let's talk about kind of on. what that looks like. I will share. I will tell you exactly what my day looks like as a work at home mom. Uh, you guys know I'm all about getting up early. It's a little harder this time mm-hmm. of year for me because I'm I'm pretty worn out from the heat and from working outside. But mm-hmm. um, I sort of have set myself just certain tasks to do each day. I don't have set office hours, but I have generalities, and I find that mm-hmm. just keeping a looser schedule works better for me because inevitably I like things to actually be structured for having a creative brain. I love structure. I love that delineation. Yeah, isn't that weird? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be in my office. Left brain, right brain. Oh, it's a total mm-hmm. chaos. Yeah. It's just chaos in there, you guys. Um, inevitably though, like a kid gets sick or like yesterday there was wildfires. We had to go pick up our cow like super last minute. I mean, something happens and I have Mm -hmm. to remind myself, like, you don't want a rigid job. That's why you're working from home for yourself. You think you do. You don't. So chill out. Um, And so I try to structure my day between obligations and creativity. So there are obligations that come with any job, whatever that is. And they're horrible. For me, Mm -hmm. it's email. Hate email. Um, Social media stuff. I enjoy creating the thing to share. But like being on there to share it is a struggle for me. So I actually have to schedule that and mm-hmm. say, hey, you need to do this today. You need to make sure you check in with this group today, blah, blah, blah. Uh, because that's the way my mind works. Uh, the creativity yeah. aspect that we get to create each. Um, so we have like a day that we do try to film YouTube. Doesn't always work that way because there's a lot of factors that go on there. Um, schedules mm-hmm. and lighting and weather and all kinds of things. But there is a a time where creatively, you know, the kids are sent outside and Stu and I film YouTube. Uh, he and and this is actually we could talk about this, but like we've also I've learned like I'm not pulling this horse by myself. Like there's no way I could. I have a team mm-hmm. of people and I've had to build mm-hmm. the business up to a point where that's financially possible. Aff- affordable. I have a full time yeah. assistant who's my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she takes care of all the cooking community shipping. Um, and helps me with a lot of emails and legal stuff like trademarks and taxes and like just horrible stuff. <laughs> we have an accountant yeah. and we have a financial advisor. Um, I have a marketer who helps me to sort of just brainstorm ideas. I have an entire tech team that helps me to troubleshoot stuff on the blog, um, attacks, cyber stuff, all kinds of horrible things that you have to deal with when you have a lot of content mm-hmm. online. I have um, another small assistant who just sort of helps me a few hours a week with cooking community stuff and and social media things. Um, But like in terms of the creation, that's me. That's on me. Um, Stu edits the YouTube videos now, which is fabulous. He also edits the podcast. So hello, Stu. Um, We have Mm -hmm. Amelie who helps us with a bunch of stuff for the podcast. So what you see like, oh, how does she do it? Uh, She doesn't. No, I think between the two of us, there's like 15 employees. 
I mean, they, like people that help, people that help. Right? Yeah. Between yeah. You, your team and my assistant yeah. and my helper and Amelie and my advertising guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a there's a lot. a lot of people. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say this too. I don't know if this is the appropriate place to interject this, but if you are um I'm very protective of moms investing their time in something that is not worth it. Yes. Financially. I really get kind of aggressive about that. So I if if you are um going to investigate something or if there's something you want to do, a business you want to start, like I plead with you to find a mentor, find a professional, talk to people, interview people, ask questions, invite them to be brutally honest and play the devil's advocate with you before you waste your time because your children and your home need you first. Mm-hmm. Our rule is like they can't suffer. Mm-hmm. Like that comes first. It, it, that's kind of a litmus test for for me as a working mom. If things are going rotten in Denmark, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm then I'm working too much or something is out of balance. Um, the fruit has to show there before it can show for Parisian Farm Girl Absolutely. for Old World Design Society. Uh, I have a very successful um, person that I bounce my ideas off of and I share my successes with and uh, – mm-hmm. It's a family member who's a, a very successful businessman, and I go to him with my harebrained ideas, and sometimes I just feel like the little mom housewife, but I say, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Like, you know, it's it's v- really important to have sounding mm-hmm. boards, like, before you just invest money or do something stupid or waste your time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I remember baking bread uh, when I – the year I was learning to bake bread, I made bread for somebody – at Stewart's school and she gave me eggs and I was like, okay, great. I don't have chickens. I want some fresh eggs. This is a great trade. And then I like kind of calculated what it cost me to make the bread and like the time it took. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you should just go buy even good eggs. Like just go buy good eggs. Like that actually doesn't. Yeah. And it was fun and it was fine, but mm-hmm. but that's kind of, I think where a lot of work at home moms get into trouble is they're like, I like to do this thing. But you have to have – So I should make money from Exactly. It. Yeah. You kind of have to have the business. It is that left brain, right brain thing. Or you got to have somebody saying, hey, here's what how, what we're going to price your product or or whatever yes. that may be. But um, I second what you say about always holding it against the um, the threshold of well, how is this impacting the family. So for mm-hmm. us, like we just shared, that we took a huge financial hit in our business to hire a bunch of people to help. And so, mm-hmm. oh, it's expensive. It's, but for us, it was like, oh my I will let go of yeah. all of this income that I have worked mm-hmm. on cultivating for the last t- 13 years. I'm going to let go of a good portion of that for help so that I can keep doing what mm-hmm. I love to do ultimately and be here with these people who I love, who I want to right. be around and want to share time with. And so mm-hmm. there is a sacrifice on both there's a sacrifice both ways because the reality is i could probably do a lot less work and not have anybody help me at all and make the same amount right 
And so you have to kind of walk this line of what is the, what is the right amount for me to work to maintain sort of the standard of living, uh, not just, Mm -hmm. not just financially, but also emotionally and spiritually in your home. Mm -hmm. Like what, what is the, where's, where are we trying to stay here? What's the goal? I think those are hard questions to have to ask. And they're hard questions to get on the same page with your spouse about, which is yes, uh, super important, <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Ask your husband, yeah. like, what do you what do you want? Do you want me to work? Do you want me to stay at home? Like, these are hard questions to ask. Um, especially if you feel like you're somehow your value is tied up in in the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for those starting a business, you know, like you, you find, you found someone or a few people, sounding board people that, um, have, have been through it in, in the business world. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then, you know, talk to your spouse if you're married about like this, a time of sacrifice, because like any, any job, any, um, business launch, you know, like I've said, there's going to be this period of years where you're just putting your yep. head down and 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 just not lifting it up until until it's appropriate. And and there will be sacrifice. So what does that sacrifice then look like for the family? Does it look like a mother's helper? Does it look like paper plates three days a week? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot to a lot to take into consideration for sure. Does it does it mean you can't have as big of a garden as you want? Because yeah. This year or for the next three years, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, it almost makes me feel a little like PTSD thinking back on. I know. Those years of building. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really want to go back there. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. worked very, very, very hard. I know Angela has too, to, to be able to have created the schedule that we've created and, um, mm-hmm. and the structure within our homes that we have created. What would you say to people who maybe aren't on the same page as their spouse about what their work should be or shouldn't be? Uh, I would say get down to get get down to the bottom, like to the bottom of mm-hmm. it. So if you're coming and you're say you're I, I don't know in the corporate world and you'd like to start a home endeavor, I would you know present that and and m- have this like instinctual feeling that most husbands just want their wife to be happy. Yeah. Okay. Like if if you're coming home and you're yeah, kicking off your high heels and your pantyhose and sobbing and you're a raging bitch every night, like he he wants you to be yeah, happy. Yeah. That's not good for him. <laughs> he doesn't want that. <laughs> that's not that's not yeah. good for him. Right. Um they also are uh, motivated by money. So y- you can't come to him with some harebrained idea. Like it's got to make sense. And and maybe you guys will have the pleasure of working on that together and, and developing a business plan or something. But I would I would let him know how you're feeling. If, if it's something where you want to come mm-hmm. home and you want to try something new or maybe you want to go work. Maybe you want to go work part time. Maybe you're, you need to get out of the house. You need to not mm-hmm. – break up another mm-hmm. fight, you know, or or tell someone to do the dishwasher for just a few hours mm-hmm. a week. You want to go wait tables or be a barista or do something where you're just I know a lot oh, yeah. of women really they just crave adult interaction. That is why social media has been so popular in the last 15 years because 
I or one of the reasons I think for many women, it was the equivalent of the coffee mm-hmm. date. You know, when my when my mom was raising us, there were not play dates. It was focused. It was, you know, we have such a like a child focused culture, right? You know, uh, in older times, <laughs> it was about the adults, <laughs> rightfully so. You know, so women would get to together right. for coffee, and the natural re- reaction to that was kids would go play. But it wasn't a coordinated play date. It was mm-hmm. like, we're going to get together for coffee cake and coffee. you know. And that's, I think, something that social media did for women, too, was gave them uh, lots of neighbors to have coffee with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. virtually. Angela and I get asked about our skincare routine a lot. The secret is Tubes & Co. Tubes & Co. is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic that are free from GMOs, toxins, fillers, any artificial colors or fragrances, or synthetic chemicals. This is a company created by our friend Emily who has taken quality ingredients to an entirely new level. Whether you're looking for tallow bombs, deodorant, shampoo, soap, foundation, lipstick, skin tonics, eyeshadows, so much more, this is where you need to head. Emily dreams of women using her skincare with confidence, knowing that it is pure. I want you to go and try the frankincense tallow bomb and feel that whipped silky pleasure. Or try the red wine lipstick and enjoy feeling dressed up. The Charcoal Ball is amazing for cleaning skin and removing the day's makeup. And of course, make sure you try the Glow Serum, formulated from virgin unrefined oils, which has raving five-star reviews. Visit tubesandco.com to stock your bathroom and makeup case with these pure, beautiful products and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER for 10% off. Trade is a proud sponsor of today's podcast. With Trade, you can discover new coffees from the nation's best local roasters. Trade matches you to your own personal selection of coffee and ships it straight from the roastery at peak freshness. Visit drinktrade.com forward slash homemaker and you're going to take a short quiz. Answer a few questions about how you like your coffee, what you like to put in it, how you brew it, etc. And Trade will curate matches just for you like they've done for us. They're going to deliver it right to your door. You can choose your delivery frequency and it's going to be shipped at peak freshness so you never run out. Goodness knows homemakers cannot run out of coffee. That would be a disaster. And the bonus is they never charge for shipping. With Trade, you know you are getting coffee that is roasted within 24 hours of ordering every time. So in the spirit of better, not more, level up your coffee routine and never drink boring, stale grocery store coffee again. Visit drinktrade.com forward slash homemaker to get your first bag free. Trade guarantees you will love your first coffee. And if you don't, they will ship you out a different bag for free. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is a sponsor of Homemaker Chic Podcast because frankly, homemakers have to cook. This is for home cooks out there who would love some new inspiration, ideas, and motivation in the kitchen. Each month, you'll get five new recipes shipped to your door or to your inbox, whichever you prefer. Recipes will range from entrees to side dishes to desserts to sourdough breads and everything in between. I'll also guide you through the month's recipes with a long, in-depth cooking video showing you new skills and encouraging you as you give these recipes a try in your own kitchen. And lastly, you'll be invited into our exclusive community of like-minded home cooks where you can ask questions, share your successes, and gain inspiration from women just like you. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is here to inspire and nourish your family with whole food recipes, price-conscious recipes, 
from scratch recipes that are designed to enjoy. We're going to teach you to bake. We're going to teach you to use sourdough. We're going to teach you to ferment things and to try new ingredients. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to join as a member today. I also don't think that there's anything wrong. Uh, and this is my opinion. I don't think there's anything wrong with a mom saying, you know what? We, my husband and I have talked. We see value in me being home with the children, being here during the day, taking care of what needs to be taken care of. But also I want adult interaction. I know those years are hard. Mm -hmm. You just want to talk to an adult. You want to talk to somebody who even speaks Mm -hmm. English. Like, do you understand what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because you go through those years Mm -hmm. too. Um, I've known a lot of women who have, like you said, they've taken up a waitressing job on Friday nights and Sunday, you know, Saturday mornings or whatever, or when their husband's, let's say he's home from work, he comes home and she goes to work at the library for a few hours, or she does the farmer's market stall on Saturday mornings, or mm-hmm. um, goes and works at a bakery really early mornings a couple of days a week, just to get out, just to... And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think we want to... It's not selfish to to want adult conversation like or or just Mm -hmm. even a little bit of time away from the home now can that be a reflection of a heart problem absolutely can it be the result of sin yeah it can be um but i also think there is a place where you could do that from a really good place and and have it be a beneficial Mm -hmm. thing uh when i was building my businesses those really little years i had a kind of a mother's helper i would take the kids over to her house for like two and a half hours twice a week so I got five hours of space to work. I went to a coffee shop. I ordered myself a nice breakfast, a really good latte, put my earbuds in, and I would just work. And it was fabulous. To me, that was as good as like a spa day. I, I mean, I loved it. Um, and there, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, mm-hmm. But we always talk about it's, it's a good time to check the posture of your heart. Um, but that's an option too. It doesn't have to necessarily be like, oh, I got to start a six-figure business, you know, during my kid's nap right. time, or I have to go, no. and, gosh, you know, work in an insurance office for fifty hours a week. It doesn't have to be one of those things. There is a lot of different variations that something like this could take. And I think you're right. I think. Mm-hmm. Husbands in general, they want their wife to be happy. Even now, like I got to check myself a lot, you guys. When I'm getting crazy stressed out about work or something that needs to be done or a deadline that needs to be met, it can be really tricky to mm-hmm. uh, to check myself. You know, and Stuart always reminds me like there's no amount of money or success or notoriety or achievement or, or work gain that matters as much as what's happening here in our home. And I think if we yeah. if we keep that posture, that that allows for a lot of room for people to play with what that looks mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh recently hired someone else adding to the ticket and I, you know, I told him uh my husband I said, you know, it's going to cost this much. Yeah. And and he said, "Are you kidding me? If that if that means when I get up to use the bathroom at 4 30 in the morning you're not at your computer wonderful (laughs) you know wonderful um another thing too you know we're we're talking a lot of uh, monetary situation but i think we sort of opened with this maybe on monday the the woman works 
she is contributing to the economy of her home. So let's say you have a husband that does very well, or you've decided this is how we're going to live and we're comfortable, you know, living sacrificially or or within this budget and it's, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, She's she's still cooking. She's still cleaning. She's still like, if you don't want to earn income, good for you. You, you, you don't, I don't want this show to be like all women have to work because all women have no. to work. All women work, period. You know? Yeah. So uh, if you are, how, how do I even phrase this properly? If you're just full on, not just, if you are a full on homemaker, full stay at home mom, like that is your undivided attention, you are still a working mother. <laughs> like, let me do give you a seriously. Control pat on the head because you're still working your rear end off so seriously no it's true it just takes on different doesn't always have to be attached to a dollar yep thank you very much yep no it just it reminds Mm. me of that chester dune quote about the woman being broad yes the stay-at-home woman she gets to be broad in so many things and um you know we've seen that reflected in, in how our work situation has played out like We're sort of techies. We're also gardeners. We're also entrepreneurs. We're also old souls. Like we're also designers and cooks and creatives and podcast. Like it's, we're broad. We're not experts in any Mm -hmm. of those things, but we get the privilege of being widespread and, and stable in a lot of different things. And that's true for women, whether they work outside the home or inside the home, um, What I want to veer against and push back against is this cultural idea that if a woman stays home, she's, you know, worthless. Why would you bother? That's ridiculous. Or also the other ditch of if a woman works, that's somehow sinful. And I think this is definitely more of the Christian tendency, like women should only be home and they shouldn't ever, you know, Dever in anything financial gain kind of a thing. And I think that that's mm-hmm. a gross interpretation of right. women work in the in the home having value. And, you know, I've certainly felt this pinch, not because of what anybody has said in, in my community, but just we're unorthodox. Our situation is weird. Stuart's mm-hmm. home all day. We're all home together all day. We work side by side. We Mm -hmm. do creative things online for a living. Like it's weird. Mm -hmm. It's very untraditional. It's not like he's an accountant and just is in the office Monday through Friday and comes home on lunch breaks. It's unorthodox. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But what I'm finding is that the more you know people in different communities, the more you realize that your unorthodox is actually pretty normal because everybody's kind of got their own weird spin on things. Um. And so I I think, again, with the ditches, like you got to be careful. You got to be careful to not um, essentially what I would say, like to not sort of poo-poo on the gifts that the Lord has given to other people. Mm -hmm. Because. Or make like, I mean, and and make judgments. I mean, I, I, it's probably, obviously, I'm sure it was extremely well meant, but I've gotten comments like just remember they're little they're only little for so long you know mm-hmm. it's you'll look back and you won't care about money i'm like i is that the vibe i'm giving because i <laughs> like i'm kind of crazy for my kids and yeah. like 
cry just going to the grocery store because I don't want to leave them, but I also have a responsibility. Like one doesn't negate the other. Well, you also have to be able to or, afford or, to go to the grocery store. Like that's here's the harsh right. reality. <laughs> and just and, and even if I'm ambitious or have goals and dreams and like to have so many irons in the fire, that doesn't take away from we we, we kind of make these judgments about you know, women are we're brutal to each other, right? We make these judgments. Well, if she's doing X, Y, Z or committed to something that that means she's not mm-hmm. to these other mm-hmm. things. You know, we we think we get to decide people for them. It kind of reminds me of what we were saying last week about Harry and Meghan's award for only having two children. It's like people could have no children and still have a greater impact, let's say, on their stupid carbon footprint or whatever it is that they – whatever mm-hmm. reason they're using to justify this. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that way. You putting energy and effort into a business doesn't mean that you are not putting your energy and investing in your children because two mm-hmm. things can be true at the same time. You can be a savvy business owner who is happy to work and, and to do this what's in front of her and to have creative dreams and whatever that is and still be a very good mom. Those, true, those things can mm-hmm. be true at the same time because a stay-at-home mom who let's say doesn't have anything on her schedule and no work could still be a bad stay at home mom. Like she could still be a crappy right? person. <laughs> I mean, it's true. A crappy person. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, she could be totally lazy and horrible. So again, that's why you have to be careful that you don't, that you take into account the nuances of something like a working mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. I just wonder if you have any um, – maybe we should, like, inject a little humor into this. Okay, sure <laughs> I wrote a cookbook, okay. a cookbook uh, with a nursing child at a – laying on a desk. Yeah. Don't give me any grief for that, please. Okay? I did what needed to be done. <laughs> um, but any um, amusing anecdotes or stories about – Oh, my gosh. When you were juggling uh, – I, I honestly try to I block it out. <laughs> I am not kidding. Okay. Uh, I remember one time teaching a class online when Owen came in naked. Do you remember that? You were on. He just came yes. streaking through the back. I remember that. And it was like, <laughs> guess here's where we are. <laughs> Lest you think I was right? professional. Um, I mean, how many times have our kids interrupted the podcast? I, I remember writing from scratch and Owen would get really fussy at night when he was a baby and we'd put him in this bouncer and I would. I would bounce him with my foot while I was typing, mm-hmm. you know, and like my whole body's moving. Mm-hmm. And this would go on for hours and he'd be crying and I'd yeah. be bouncing and rewrapping him and changing his diaper. And that went on for months while I was writing the cookbook. Um, listen, I think like ultimately it's like this uh, battling this line of like, I'm a terrible mom. I'm a terrible business owner. Like a base, those are the ditches I'm constantly veering between. Um, and maybe that's always yeah. that way. You know, I also veer between mm-hmm. like, I love my gardens and I want to burn them all because I'm not doing a good job of taking care of them. So maybe right. that's just my personality. But, um, oh, yeah, I, I think kids add a humor element to things that just is painful. You either have right. to laugh or you have to cry. Like one of those things is true always every day. I'm either going to laugh or I'm going to cry. And some days I can laugh at it and some days I cry. There is a reality. There's always (laughs) something. There's, there's, I mean, it's, you know, with what, what we do, like we're 
trying obviously want to be real. Uh, you know what people see in our home or what people see at the Elliott Homestead. It's real life. Yeah, you're, you're still also wiping the countertops off and trying not to make it look like hillbilly central. You know. Yeah, I filmed this. Be- so we have this old minivan. It is a thorn in my side. I every two days I'm like, and and what do we need to do to get rid of that <laughs> thing again? Yep. It's everywhere I look is this minivan. So I filmed this beautiful shot in my garden the other day. Roses, I'm clipping. And my film, I can like hear the music in my yeah. head, you know, and you've got so you've got the plants waving and I can kind of like envision what this is going to look like on the screen. Get it back up to the computer. The minivan's in the background. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's just yep. like sort of always something like that. Uh, this last issue of Old World Design Society, um, <laughs> you guys can, you'll see this if you haven't already. I'm fil- I had a shrimp recipe, right, from kind of inspired from our New Orleans trip. I'm telling people drink a rosé with this shrimp recipe. Do I have rosé in the house? No. So I water down some red wine. <laughs> I'm trying to make it look like rosé. Get it up to the com- and then then the whole scene gets dismantled, right? I get it up to the computer. It looks like some sort of violet food coloring. It's just so bad. There's no, I'm not photoshopping this. Yeah. I'm like, uh, all right, there it is. Here we violet are. Violet food coloring with your shrimp. Here you are. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, it's how constant. many times have you? Like made a meal and then like yelled at your family. I gotta photograph mm-hmm. that. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Hold on. I know you're hungry. Just wait a minute. You know. Oh yeah, all the time, all the yeah. time. Uh, we're <laughs> all the time. So it's sloppy. It's everything's just, just sloppy. It's sloppy. Uh, you see my studio yeah. behind me. Um, mm-hmm. I made a beautiful picture yesterday, and I had everybody. Is that the one you texted? Yeah, me? you didn't even respond about it's it. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I didn't. I'm sorry. I was gone all day. Uh, I had everybody and their dogs hustling. Everybody and their dog. And it was luckily I was in the mood yesterday to kind of laugh about it because uh, I just as mm-hmm. easily could have cried. <laughs> but it was, um, yeah. you know, my, my friend and I have this joke about when we're reading our Bible and our kids like are like, what are you going to make for breakfast? And you're like, I'm reading my Bible. Give me a minute. You know, mm-hmm. uh, true for work where it's like all that work and whatever you're doing is completely undone by race. <laughs> Just chaotic, uh, horrible, sloppy moments. And I, y'all, I wish that we could bring you better news because we're constantly reminding you on the <laughs> podcast that, like, you kind of have to just do the work. It's not going to do itself. Uh, you got to yeah. show up. It's your habits, it's your heart posture. Uh, it's sloppy. You're going to be veering between the ditches. Like, sorry, but like, that's just us being frank with you and being like, this is true. Um, There's, but I think there's this lie that there's a secret sauce (laughs) or that there's a rival. I I just think there's, there's a rival or a, or or some, we've got some insider tips. Yeah. Insider tips. No, no. Maybe it's just a good camera. I don't know. See this space back here. I've got the two chairs. Yeah. Uh, Apparently this is like the living room. So I'll sit down. I'm like raking through emails, trying to focus, you know, stay organized, sign contracts, blah, blah, blah. And they're old chairs. So they squeak. (laughs) You know, so you got kids in them and they're just the wood is creaking and "Ah, he poked me in the nose (laughs) and the wood is creaking. And it's like all this stimulation. I can't tell you how many times I've been like, get out. (laughs) 
<laughs> just like there's 14 other rooms. <laughs> Go somewhere else, like please. Or you're trying to edit, and you're I can't hear, I can't, shh, I can't hear, I can't. Hear. I'm like I'm trying to pick a song. You're just like, oh. I can't tell you how many times I've turned around. Like there's this old goofy cartoon, and it's about him driving, and I think he becomes like Mr. X behind the wheel, and he's like happy little goofy mm-hmm. until he gets behind the Sunday driver, and then his teeth come. Yeah, like, that's, that's me. basically I just turn it. Mother yep, right. Just turn around. I did that. Get yesterday out. when I was editing that photo that I took and I was really mm-hmm. vibing and like for me when I go into editing like I have to get into this creative space so I put my music on I put it on to classical oh, music. music I'm like and you got the f- I gotta yeah. feel this what am I going for it takes a mm-hmm. long time to do it but I love the process of it well one of my children was wanting to learn photoshop alongside me and so every three and a half seconds it was like what does this button do what does this button do and I was like you're gonna have to do this by yourself <laughs> And how to just play with it and do it by yourself because mom is doing something. <laughs> Apparently, I was not speaking the same language as this child. And Violet was like, you know what? I'll just edit this later. It's fine. <laughs> just head starts spinning around my shoulders. <laughs> oh. it, I mean, I get yeah, you are. I get uh, really overstimulated. <laughs> like I don't know if it's yeah. I don't know if I have have a thing, an <laughs> alphabet thing or something, but I get really overstimulated, and I just feel like my brain is going to <gasps> blow all over the ceiling. Like I can't even finish a thought. I know it's like baking grease. I know makes me crazy. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, there's there's your encouraging word, ladies. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would sort of leave you with a little bit of a, um, I don't know what the right word would be, but we talked about this last week. Like if you are, again, we get these emails from people who stay at home or work or have children or don't have children and like, do not have a supportive community around them. People who are questioning their decisions or their choices. I think about that woman in Scotland who has the kids and everybody around her is like, you're, you will sign your what children you? up for a daycare. And she's like, no, I don't I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. And they're like, no, you will. Um, she didn't have a supportive community. Find the people. They are there. They are somewhere. They're somewhere around you in your vicinity uh, because this is not a path. Whatever that path looks like for your family, not meant to go it alone. And that doesn't mean that everybody mm-hmm. around you has to make the exact same decisions that you do at all. Right. Okay. It's okay to have grace for other people. And it's okay for other people to show you grace too. But do seek out a community at least that is – that sees value in what you're doing. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, just going to be one person. Too. Seriously. I mean, we do get a lot of emails. Yep. I, from our European friends that are like, yeah, I'm swimming completely upstream here. This is not even what. Why are Europeans so? Why are they so terrible about these things? I'm sorry, but they are. Oh, sorry. Uh, like children staying home with Piano their teacher. parent. Like it. There is. Like that's not a thing. I don't know. And homeschooling. Like what's France all butthurt about with homeschooling? What's their problem? I don't know. You need to know. You're the France person. Like, what is their problem well, with I it? Well, I believe uh, 
I okay, I could be wrong, so our French listeners can correct me. But I think that Napoleon instituted this thing where they all learn the same thing at the same age or the same. I don't think it's like America where one teacher can do this in history class, you know, in Nebraska on September 9th and another teacher in Virginia can do this. You know, um, I think everybody's doing the same thing. I could be like, I could not know what I'm talking about, (laughs) but I feel like I heard that. Somewhere along the way. In but I mean, if Napoleon instituted that, so I mean, this just was like a few but years I'm, ago. So, so that's the state, though. So, right. Yeah. So maybe like they don't want parents doing something different. I don't know. I don't know. What, Interesting. What is the big deal? I don't know. And, and like, have you not looked at like homeschool statistics? Yeah. In America? Fine. You know, I, are we the biggest homeschool nation in the world? I don't know. I think, I don't know. It's illegal in Canada, too, now. I'm pretty sure. What the hell? Canada, too. I love you guys. I'm right by the Canadian border. Like, I've spent a lot of time in Canada. I don't know what your problem is. (laughs) How far are you from the Canadian border? I'm six and a half hours. Three hours. Where are you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Somebody said something to me once on Instagram recently, like, why didn't you move to Canada? I'm like, "Uh, are you crazy? It's like they think parents are just completely (laughs) stupid. Like, hey, parents, mm. I know that these are your children, but, like, we're going to actually tell you what's best for them. It's like, no, you yeah. don't know my child. You don't know my family. Maybe that's our American it is. rebellious. It is. And I'm telling through. you what, like, the, the <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another show. <laughs> Fine. That's that is the one that gets us canceled. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend any Canadian listeners. I, I genuinely no, no, we love, love you guys. I I have I love your song. Okay. Mucho Canadian friends again. Like this is a culture I'm right. very familiar right. with just from the logistics of where I live. But I do not like being told as a parent that somebody knows better for my children than I do because it's not true. The end. No. The end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> might have to edit <laughs> no don't don't well, well you guys here's the thing see how <laughs> how mature and wise she is in the way that she's being inside i can i know exactly what's going on in her mind yeah Me? oh yeah <laughs> am, am i being wise and mature did i miss something <laughs> Is that what's happening here? I know secretly what's going on in your head. But that's a oh, lot. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. That's <laughs> that's what's going on in my head. Don't forget. Yeah, there she is. Do. There's that American girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, speaking of, I follow this gardener and she came over from England to work at a garden here uh-huh. in America. And she was just like, holy cow, this American work ethic. I'm like, yeah, girl, like we don't do a lot of things right. But um, at least, you know, I come from like a you know blue collar family. It's like you work, mm-hmm. which is what it is. You just work. Yeah. Whatever that looks well, like. Well, I think it gets, I think internationally that gets poo-pooed because, um, you know, our socialist friends have more perks than we do as far as like maternity leave and days off and maybe a, a shorter work week, whether it's 35 or whatever. I mean, um, 
And I think if you're going to be like stereotypical, then it's it's perceived that Americans are workaholics and all we care about is the almighty dollar. Yeah. That's bunk. That's just a stereotype. But but yeah, we do have a good, you know, uh, stereotypically some of us pretty good work pretty ethic. darn good good old pilgrim protestant work ethic or something. and might i, I just say from, i will be glad to work and decide how i use my money thank you very much i think that ship has sailed but i met this guy in new zealand when i was <laughs> but you can think that <laughs> when i was traveling in uh europe and his name was david and he was great but mm-hmm. um he, I said, well, why, like, why are you traveling? And he's like, oh, I'm just trying to decide, like, should I live somewhere else? I'm like, New Zealand, like, that's kind of a destination for a lot of people. Like, they're trying to move mm-hmm. there. And he was like, well, you know, when they start to take 70% of your income, you so, you kind of question, like, what are we doing here? 70%, huh? At least that's what it was back then. That was 10 years ago that I talked, I met him. Oh my gosh. So, you know, again. Again, I know a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about this, but I don't think that the government knows better what to do with my children or what decisions I should make. And I also don't think they know better what to do with my money. The end. This is the last episode of Homemaker Sheep. <laughs> and there's another kid, as if on cue. Oh, she's so Why cute. is she eating chips for breakfast? This is what happens when we, when mom when mom works. There's a bite on either Something's end. out of balance. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm almost done. Okay. Have a lovely weekend, uh, ladies. Join us over on Instagram tomorrow using the, the uh, I was going to say using the coupon code. We talked about coupons. Using the hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday. Show us what's making you feel feminine. Uh, get yourself some dry farm wine. Support our sponsors. Visit Shay's Cooking Community. Visit my Old World Design Society. Show some love to, to everyone. And uh, I don't know if we can publish these episodes. We might need a do-over. Oh, disgust. Stop it. I don't have time to do over. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, here we are. It's not show friends. It's show business. We're moving on. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) We'll see you guys back here on Monday. We'll see you guys on Monday. Cheers. Cheers.